I can't believe it's finally here. I'll cut right to the chase. It is officially time to publish my original writing, beginning with a free short story to kick things off. That's right. Free. 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 If you don't already know based on the content I produce, I've been working on some fantasy novels of my own for the last few years, and the time has finally come to share some of those with the world. I am excited to announce that I have joined with publisher Aconite Cafe, and 2021 is already slated with several exciting releases. Aconite Cafe is a publishing company fueled by coffee. What a perfect match. Together, we're working hard to prepare my first full-length novel for publication, but unfortunately, I can't announce anything on that yet, which is why today I give you this to tide you over till then. Last Light in Amelia, a free short story set in one of my very own fantasy worlds. So what's it all about? I'll tell you. The story follows Eli, an influential player in a fantasy world I've spent the last three years building. Eli is in trouble though. He's lost his aura and his boss is pissed, but the stakes are a lot higher than just getting fired. It's life and death when you're working for the most dangerous man in Amelia. Surviving the night without a fight is going to be a tall task. So the story begins. I hope this short introduction to my world piques your interest because there is plenty more to come. Last Light in Amelia is a, I repeat, free short story. So follow the book funnel link that I've placed conveniently in the description below to get your free copy. Then of course, once you've read it, head over to goodreads.com and leave me a review. Let me tell you guys, those things help a ton and I would love to know your thoughts. My writing journey began almost four years ago and I can't explain how good it feels to finally show something to the world. I hope you all enjoy and thanks so much for the support. If you're new here, consider subscribing to the channel for future updates and as always, fantasy content. But with all of that out of the way, if you're still not sold on the story or you're just lazy like me and you want it handed to you, I've got one last thing to pique your interest. I'm gonna read a short excerpt from the story itself. I'll warn you, I'm not a professional narrator, so don't judge. But I hope the short introduction I'm about to read will pique your interest to go and download the story that's in the link below. So without further ado, the story begins. Eli's boots echoed out of time down the narrow corridors of Rodent's hideout. Lone voices in the eerie evening light, but his mind was elsewhere. Since losing his aura, perceptions were dubious, like dizzy children spinning in endless circles to see who lost balance first. No time for distractions. The schedule was too tight. After nine harsh letters delivered to his alchemy lab by Rodin's thugs, the message was clear. Rodin wanted him operating at full capacity. Good evening. Eli slowed, nodding to Gabriel, one of Rodin's less frightening thugs, as they passed in the hall. The boy nodded. Elias? He wouldn't dare be impolite, but quickly averted his eyes. The short hair jutting straight out from his forehead failed to hide the veins bulging above his brow. He was always sheepish, but there was more now. He was nervous. Are you on the mission tomorrow? Eli asked. Gabriel had tried to pass without another word, but spun at Eli's question. Front lines, he puffed out his chest. The boss assigned me to infantry. Congratulations. Eli hoped to inject enthusiasm. Gabriel had sought Rodin's favor for months and just received his first proper mission. A bloody one, but weren't they all? Thanks. The boy couldn't suppress a grin, but still recoiled from Eli. Why is he nervous? Gabriel's eyes flickered from stone wall to ground, then back up to a small window where the evening light lingered. Are you coming to the assault? Eli asked. Gabriel nodded, avoiding eye contact. Eli sighed. I'll be watching from afar. 
He smiled, dropping a firm hand on Gabriel's shoulder. The boy flinched. He'd never been overconfident, but never feared Eli either. After a moment, Gabriel cast the discomfort aside. The boss is counting on it. His eyes softened. You're our good luck charm. You don't need it. Eli shook his head, hoping to instill confidence. Gabriel backed away hesitantly until Eli signaled permission to leave, then hurried into a trot. Puzzled, Eli watched him go. Of course, he could produce whatever Rodin desired. That wasn't the hard part. It was the public appearances that he loathed. He was only an alchemist, after all. Why did Rodin think him a public figure too? Why had the men formed attachments to him? The Hollow Men had enough brutes sweeping the streets of Amelia. So many that nary a hint of opposition remained. Even the Third Council feared the gang, and soon, they too would be under Rodin's boot. Eli didn't want celebrity. He wanted a laboratory and coined to fill it with quality materials, means to travel the world and wrench its hidden secrets free. That's why he worked for Rodin. The richest Emelians didn't pay like the Hollow Men. Only weapons garnered that kind of compensation. Designing weapons forged with alchemy got Eli started in Amelia's underbelly. Everyone wanted to hire an alchemist, but finding one that produced results was a tall task. Amateur practitioners sullied the alchemical arts long before Eli was born. Working in the shadows served him well, but eventually, stepping into the light was worth the trouble. That's why he worked for the most dangerous man in the northern province now. It all worked wonderfully until his aura left. One day, a burning flame. The next, just smoke whispering to the wind. That's why Eli was on edge. Why his second apprentice, Gale, worked a furious pace in the lab all morning, infusing arrows with his explosive recipe for the assault the following day. Why Eli hurried back to her. Rodin was enthusiastic about Eli dabbling in the explosive arts, something few alchemists contended with and fewer mastered. Rodin was convinced it was the advantage they needed to take out the last of their rivals. Rodin assigned the task weeks before, but there were distractions. Those distractions were the reason Eli and his students scrambled now. Eli's explosives worked wonderfully, but to breach the rival gang's hideout, the Hollow Men couldn't throw bombs like children threw rocks. They needed range. They needed arrows. The ragtag gang of thieves operated more like an army each day, making it hard to hide their headquarters and evade the Third Council, Amelia's poor excuse for a governing body. The gang was a disguise. Rodin prepared for something bigger than thug violence and spice runs. Eli rounded the last corner toward the laboratory door. Gail's probably wondering what's taking so long. Losing track of time wasn't a habit, but life without an aura left him disoriented, wound tight with anxieties. He wasn't himself. Eli turned the doorknob. He slipped away to receive a delivery of herbs from a runner called Trent earlier that afternoon, stopping by his own chambers to drop off the goods. Rodin resented Eli's preoccupation with designing an elixir to bring his aura back, pushing Rodin's agenda to the background. So Eli migrated the experiment from the lab to his personal chambers, a place for long nights and relative peace. My apologies for the delay, he called to Gale, closing the door behind him. It appears I lost track of time. No answer came. Unusual, given Gail's proclivity for yammering on, regardless of her station. He was several years her senior, but she harbored no reservations about badgering, complaining, teasing, or downright insubordination. All things Eli didn't mind. He liked her fire. Gail? His eyes fell on the table by the door. Several instruments were out of place, something neither Gale nor his first apprentice, Ferric, would ever do. They both knew Eli was particular. Where is Ferric, anyway? 
With newfound urgency, Eli spun and stepped further into the lab, letting the dimming torchlight strike his figure. Instruments littered the operating table. A jar of copper spilled across it. Hello? Eli called again, this time expecting no answer. The torch was unattended, and so whimpered against the dark of the windowless laboratory, leaving large portions to the imagination. Is anyone there? He wasn't alone with the darkness. Was it all an elaborate trick? It was like her, but as he wrested the torch from the wall, casting its light to the shadows, no soul appeared. He squinted. A crumpled form lay in the corner, wearing Gail's signature golden dress, the one he always teased her for. Gail? He rushed to her, running through a list of possible accidents. Talk to me. He tried to keep his voice calm, but she couldn't hear him. Holding the torch out to illuminate the dingy corner, a pool of blood appeared beneath her. Gail! Casting his reservations aside, Eli reached out, grabbed her shoulder, and pulled her to face him. Eli retched and stumbled back, eyes wide, staring at the place where her head should have been. That small head, that lovely face, now flesh and blood, glinting in the firelight. Who did this? Then he saw the open cupboard and the shattered glass vials on the counter. Those vials held early renditions of the aura elixir he was working on. This is Rodin's doing. A warning. Rage boiled inside him. How did this happen? Did he push Rodin too far? The gang leader frequently enacted extreme punishments, but Eli never thought himself susceptible. A few months prior, he'd been the closest thing to Rodin's right hand, an integral facet of the Hollow Men. Not only was this development brutal, it was condescending. Rodin was sending a message, putting Eli back in his place. Ferric. His first apprentice brought him back from the brink of panic. Did Ferric escape Rodin's punishment by luck? or Rodin's choice. Did he escape at all? Eli stormed from the laboratory, leaving Gale's corpse to deal with later. He was a practical type in that way. If he could save Ferric, he needed to move. And there you have it. If you want to find out what happens next, follow the link in the description below to get your free download from bookfunnel.com. I hope you guys enjoyed this video and reading. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel and leave a comment with your thoughts down below. I'd love to hear them. Otherwise, I will talk to you guys in the next video.